Shalom, shalom. 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 Oh, shit, shit. I did that. <laughs> it's all good, man. And I'm swearing. We're doing this live. <laughs> it's doing it live. I actually right. learned it from you, Dad. Oh, uh, okay. All live right. streaming. Um, welcome, everyone. Welcome to Prag Magic. Uh, there's not a lot of pomp and ceremony to stand with my dear friend, compatriot in mischief, Mr. Grimstake of the Cruising with Steak podcast. You can catch them live on the internet every Tuesday evening. Grimstake, good to see you, buddy. How are you? Pete's great to see you. Great to see you. <laughs> I mean, it's, we're coming back after we had an awesome talk last year, bringing the intentions for 2020. I grew a beard. And, you I know, know. I our intentions just came out amazing. I grew a, semi semi beard. Yeah, so. yeah definitely. Oh yeah, you do. You got it connecting <laughs> down there. I, like I did it. I see. You like yeah, that, dude. Yeah. They're, they've evolved past sideburns. It's true. It's true. It's it's like a parasite. It just uh-huh. eats your face after a while. That's what I found. Um, uh-huh. I did. So this is kind of a sequel because, as you've mentioned, we had a beginning of 2020 stream entitled "Hope." It wasn't a stream actually. It was pre-recorded. So this mm-hmm. is our first go at a live stream but um i listened to some of it today and it is amazing how much has changed and how much has stayed the same so i thought it'd be fun to go over a little bit you know about what we talked about last time what's kind of you know maneuvered through the tundras of america over the past you know year or so i guess the snake that is 2020 and uncoil it a bit um we we covered a lot too, and I'm sure we will today. But I wanted to start with I had just moved to a new place starting in 2020. So I've spent a year here. Now you have just moved I to did. a new place around the, I think, the same time uh, uh, as July. me last year. Yeah, yeah around July, yeah. July of 2020, I moved to Philadelphia. And so how is it Bochi. Oh, dude, it's been, a, it's been awesome. It's been magic. I just want to say, you know, there's been a pandemic quote-unquote pandemic going on in the country but if you just do things like i was taking plenty of plane flights by myself back and forth in the height of the pandemic to philadelphia and it was beautiful like it was it was just it was it was a great time but crazy things like the world got crazy but it helped my personal path go along like this is just i know that a ton of people just got fucked over in 2020 and that's just i'm 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 sorry for that but uh, this is a uh, this is a podcast of fuck yeah I'm winning right now. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. Um, well, I mean no, I've I, gleaned I just, a lot from I think you're you had a great positivity going into 2020. I think you know a lot of us did, but mm-hmm. you had some very tangible maneuvers that were about to happen, and this excitement of a romantic adventure mm-hmm. and moving and everything. And I had felt that uh, I had just felt that before our last talk, you know, on Prag Magic and. Yeah, I wanted to get updates and see like how has it been in the quarantine too. So you guys move in together. Quarantine, moving yeah. to Philadelphia, which I I moved from Indiana, which there was like, it was like a kind of like yeah, you could sort of wear a mask, I guess. Like they didn't even care that like Indiana didn't give a shit about it. So I move here and it's like everything was locked down, like nothing's open. It's all, you know, just just in the lockdown. So I really since I've been here haven't been able to fully experience the city yet. Cause there was like maybe two months of a time when they allowed people to dine in. And uh, other than that, it's just been shut down. But yeah, I got a, uh, like I moved out here. I got a job at Costco. There was a brand new Costco being built in, uh, in Jersey, like right over the bridge. And uh, I fucking, there, there was connections there like coming out here. So I ended up getting a job there, like being a meat cutter and things are just amazing. 
So it's like I've, I've, I moved across the country. I got a new job making more money than I was before. I'm in a better environment. Like it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing when you, and then you go online and it's like everybody, it's pure chaos, pure misery. When I look at a screen, only when I look at a screen, when I look around me, like the people I work with, the people, and they're from all backgrounds. Like, it's not like there's, it's, it's everybody like their, their lives are pretty much normal. Like do, uh, things are good. Like, I don't know. It's, it's strange. I'm really happy you brought that up. I feel like, you know, this past year, and I think a lot of the beauty that came out of quarantine was, yeah, the uh, animism of the mundane around me, uh, stopping and thinking about just the mundane nature of, you know, a day to day and kind of impacting it with a lot of intention and quiet and, you know, kind of reflection. And it really is like the poison came from you know, this hyperactivity that we're like scrolling that we're just, yeah. To. yeah. And it's like, but if you set that phone down, it's not, it's not like that. You don't have people right. screaming at each other in the streets. You don't have, there's none of this division that they're trying to sow incredibly. Like it's just, it's, it's all theater and people are just eating it up. And it's like, if you're getting an emotional reaction from things that you're seeing on there, take a step back, like take a step yeah. back because none of it is for your interests. None of it. This is all to make fucking people rich. I'm sorry. I'm swearing so much, Keats. Oh, but, you're all good. I don't okay, care. cool. I don't give a shit. I'm, but this is all to make just, just people richer and more in power and just strangle more strangulation on us. Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, and too, like this, the dichotomy, right, of the somatic realm, like looking outside, going outside your house if you can, which I'm sure a lot of people can still. Yeah, 100% um, they can. You know, it's it's like this impactful nature that, you know, the idea and the connotation of the word pandemic and mm -hmm. quarantine, mm -hmm. like just this sociolinguistics and the, almost the NLP of the fear coming through it, you know, is really, um, yeah, it's it's been a poison to a degree. But if you kind of look around and, you know, make something of it now, that's something I had to learn this past year. I was very much in the throes of, you know, being tied and tethered to the phone and kind of worried. And there's been a lot of, you know, as, as you've said, like financial scramble for a lot of people, you know, I felt it too. And mm -hmm. it's felt like somewhat of a, a gap year in a way, because I'm exactly where I was before this all started. Right. You know? And here's another strange thing. Like my, my brain's just going right now, but as far as like, the people that I do know that have lost their jobs or like suffered because of this, like they're not business owners. So they're just collecting unemployment. And a lot of people I know were collecting more unemployment than they would have been making if they were still working their job. So it's like, there's, it, it's just, there's a lot of weird stuff where I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. And where's the mass evictions. It's been nine months and it's not like there's insane mass, like there's small stories of people getting evicted or like shit going on, but you know, it seems like everybody's sort of making ends meet. Yeah, well, I can, you know, I can be sort of a parrot for the other side of that. Give it to me. Uh, as a freelancer, oh, you know, yeah. it's uh, yeah. unemployment has been nothing. You know, uh, I got a letter. So, you know, my first stimulus check should have was in the mail last month, and I still haven't gotten it. My first oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's. I come from that other realm. Of, if you were, you know, uh, freelancing, if you were working you know, kind of off the books and a lot of stuff and, you know, having a multitude of jobs and, right. you know, doing that, like it, it obliterated it. 
And also with everyone at home, a lot of creative types at home losing jobs, it was very easy for people to pick up freelance gigs for a lot cheaper than maybe I was charging. Yeah. So there was a lot of out there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, you know, here, don't get me wrong. I'm sitting on kind of a throne of privilege, even able to still do what I need to do or whatever, you know, but I do, it, it does hurt for the the business owners, the people that were, oh, absolutely. you know, that tied and tethered to a nine to five, the, you know, pensioners, like the list goes on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you yeah. think though, a lot of two, like how you fell into these things, like you said, you came to Philadelphia, there was a job and you were already a butcher, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've yeah. Uh, been doing that for pretty much my whole adult life. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And like, it's, it's amazing to, you know, how we fell into place. And I think, you know, it comes back down to that Victor Frankl thing where it's like, you know, the only thing we can actually maintain or change or whatever is our attitude with everything. But with the somatic reality of the scare and, you know, looking into these boob tubes and, you know, small communities and weird division happening in the micro and the macro, like it's, it's hard to keep afloat considering all of the variables. So, How did you do it? Like, how I, did uh, I just lived my life and kind of n- not? Uh, I, I don't know. I think I had cruising with steak. Like, here's a strange thing: cruising with steak is like a giant support group. Like, we, you know, we we may say controversial things or whatever, and it's just we're not very PC. But the people in that chat have been together through the most like the insane stuff that should be dividing people up like crazy. Like everybody has stuck through, like, it's like a, it's, it's a strange, it's a strange, amazing community in there. So just having like them and everybody there, just the, the, the support group every Tuesday, just hanging out. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm the typical, I didn't, you know, I don't go to therapy. I just started a podcast. Like, that's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so it's, it's just having that. And then having Lady Aboshi is just been fucking <laughs> incredible. Like, I know that's awesome. Congrats. Like it's, uh, it's, it's been awesome. And yeah, it's so funny. Loving the time of COVID, right? Loving the like, time of COVID. Crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. It's this weird, uh, it's, I mean, it's going to go down. I think there's something very unique and powerful about blossoming those kind of interpersonal relationships during, you know, the yeah. weight of the world having, being heavy upon us, you know? I mean, you um, just, with the whole COVID thing, it's just kind of like a, I'll, t- I maybe I'll take the chance like with with how with how this is like it's an insane survival rate really you don't know if you have it unless you get tested it's I there's I don't know <laughs> yeah you know. like I, all I know is that I've had there's been several people around maybe like well not several I shouldn't say that at least four people around me who have had it who have had it and like tested positive and like I've been in contact with them like this dude that I just worked with last week, he was hacking and stuff. And it's just, I don't know. Things are just kind of. I mean, yeah, it's, it's also very circumstantial. Too, it is very you know. circumstantial. It's just, it's, it's like my personal, this is my personal thing. And I may be selfish because of this, but this is just kind of how I feel. So I'm just going to keep living my life anyway. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You know, know. Game, but I'm definitely not getting a vaccine and I'm probably never going to get a COVID <laughs> test. Like I'm, a, I'm an irresponsible citizen. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no comment, man. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, that's a deep dark well. That is uh, a deep dark well. 
I, you, you know, the, there, there's something very, I feel compassionate about, you know, about the other viral epidemics that have happened and the quick turnaround for the vaccine for this and not yeah. the other ones, uh, which have been haunting and plaguing our, you know, our They've world for decades. They've been trying to work on a decades. coronavirus vaccine for years now. They've been trying to get one and it's never mm-hmm. worked. And now all of a sudden they're going to roll one out. That's what's kind of. Yeah, it's it's a fishy, you know, and like everyone has the right to be a bit despondent about it, you know. Everyone has the right to be despondent. I don't know if, yeah, it, it just gets into a slippery slope about uh, the intention of yourself when it comes to spreading, right? Yeah. I think that's the big, the big worry about it all is that accidentally giving it, you know. I think I think everyone feels like they've had it by now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I probably have, and. "Quote unquote asymptomatic spreader." I'm what they call a super spreader, Keats. I've probably given then, it to dozens, maybe oh hundreds no. of people. I mean, that's just probably what's what the the reality of the situation is. Yeah, that's worrisome. That's scary. It is, it is a little worrisome and scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I'm sure at work there's measures for if you're handling food. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. I do. I have a COVID screening every day. Mm-hmm. You know, those at me on the forehead, check my my temperature. <laughs> so has there been you know, working as a, how do you put, it? what do they call them? A, like a valued employee. Uh, oh, essential worker. Essential worker. Yeah. I basically, other than like a three month gap when I moved here where I was, wasn't working. And then I, and then I got the job at Costco. It was, uh, yeah, I was working with the public the entire time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I actually I had... that's also why I kind of didn't was desensitized to it because I was I was in it the entire time surrounded by people throughout the entire fear, like in grocery stores with just, just surrounded by people. And it was just, it's, it gave me a, this is all bullshit feeling. <laughs> like that's just what my gut said. Yeah. You know, I don't want to discount here. I've known people that have been affected by it oh, tremendously, yeah. you know, so I don't want to be too cavalier about the impact that this Chevy has had. Cavalier. Um, coming from you, it's like, I'm talking to the wrong person. Um, but you know, one of the big things, yeah, cause there, there is that nonchalance about you, Grim. I think it's very, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's, it kind of glistens around you many more ways than one. Just ask Lady Eboshi. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's not just on the mic. (laughs) You know, there's also, but I'm talking like, there's a nonchalance too with bad, bad juju. You know, you've always seemed to have this PMA, as bad brains would say, you know, positive attitude. Yeah. Oh, you got to have a positive mental attitude. That's the only Mm -hmm. thing you have is your attitude. Your only thing is your perception of what's around you. Like you, there's billions of fucking people in this world. If you try to be a bleeding heart for everybody, you'll go insane. You'll go fucking insane. (laughs) Worry about your own shit. (laughs) Yeah. No, straight up. Have you run into a bit of, you know, kind of the empath uh, community? The empath community? Yeah, during the pandemic, because, oh, have I got some stories for you about people monetizing that compassion. I could imagine. There's grifters. Grifters going to grift, Keats. Grifters going to grift, yeah. (laughs) Totally. Well, well, how long, like, what is Philadelphia in right now? Is that an orange or red? Apparently, right now, I don't, I have no idea. All (laughs) all I do is pretty much pay attention to when you can eat inside, and that's going to open up next week. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they don't extend it another week, but honestly, I could drive literally 15 minutes out of the city and eat inside a restaurant. It's it's just Philadelphia. Yeah, the disparity in you know regulation is insane. Yeah. But you know that's the 
It's the dark nature of it's state illogic. Capital. It's illogical, some may say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I lived, you know, we came here and I joke often because, you know, I was working with a venue and I was booking, playing music. We were just getting settled here. Uh, had my first show at the venue uh, Friday, you know, March 13th, Friday the 13th. Uh, they there was rumors going around that they were going to announce the emergency in the weekend. So a lot of people ended up not showing up. There yeah. was just this, you know, crisp energy of like, you know, Dude, worry. It went, when it first kicked, like it, the people coming in the store, they didn't know what was going on. Like they were because there was people coming from towns over and just draining our shelves. Like the panic buying was insane. And I'd have these old people who are just like they live. I worked in a small town in Indiana, very small town, small store. And these regulars would come in and they would just have fear in their eyes because there's like tons of people in their small store they're like what is going on they don't know they don't know what's happening and they're like kind of just laughing like huh it's kind of scary you know this pandemic huh like they don't know they didn't know how to take it they just they were just like they were there wanting to some form of normalcy and they couldn't find it like because it's just the world got so crazy and yeah it was it was it was was, nobody knew what to believe nobody because there was those insane chinese propaganda videos coming out people like dying in the streets they're fucking they're barricading people in their houses. And then it's like, it, it, I don't know. It was, it was a slow build and the media just grabbed on and just got insane. You couldn't watch CNN without bold letters, just putting the fear into everything. Yeah. It, it just, it blew out of control. Fear incorporated. Yeah, you know, for sure. Um, fear incorporated. Absolutely. I don't want to, you know, harbinge too much on yeah. 2020. Um, but that kind of, you know, I hope that paints the pictures for listeners just about kind of where we were you know, equally uh, when all of this started. It was just a couple months uh, prior. I think I had it uh, on my birthday, which is in late February. And, uh, you know, it's funny listening back to the Hope episode and all of these dreams and aspirations yeah. we had, you know, <laughs> and then 2020 hit. Uh, that's not to say that, you know, we didn't have a productive year. I learned a lot. I mean, shit, I, the the metaphysical impact that 2020 had i believe was you know worth all of the tundras and mishaps and toils and troubles what's that you got engaged didn't you oh yeah well (laughs) it's like yeah i mean (laughs) oh damn (laughs) no 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 yeah no we did i was just you know i was thinking like that it was all about sprinkling in these magnanimous you know events Uh during all of this yeah, sort of oppression, chaos. whether if it's like a, you know, a psychical impression. You've got to harness the chaos. There's yeah. just pure chaos in the world. Just grab onto some of it and use it to, for your advantage. Like nobody knows what's right or what's wrong right now. Nobody does. There's yeah. no truth. There's just nothing but disinformation and just psyop after psyop trying to get a reaction out of you. It's just reactionary shit. So it's like if you just shut it all off, realize it's all bullshit, just grab some of it and make your best reality. Like don't pay attention to it. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of internalizing. You know, I'd like to switch and talk about a bit about it's funny because I had mentioned to you uh, as something to look forward to in 2021. I said, I I really wanted to get into video casting. I really wanted to like explore YouTube and stuff. And I can say I absolutely have. And it's whims and fancies and it's toils and troubles, you know, like there's the the deep dark well that is you know a kind of creator based social media 
has been uh, very, it's been alarmingly revelatory to me about the future of what, you know, media and broadcasting and creating and putting your stuff out there as a musician, as a writer, as any, in any medium, like it's amazing to me that none of that halted so much during all of this somatic crap that's going around. And, you know, there's a resilience to that, but I also hope I, I really do that we get back to live performance and. Oh, you know, definitely dude. I want to go to a concert so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean that, that, that interpersonal heat, you know, from communal dynamics in person is so it's, it's disgusting how much I think humans need it. <laughs> but how I, I wonder how many people are just, this has been going on for so long. Like how many months does it take to completely break down a population? Like did, are, do you think we will ever see that again? Do you think that that will ever come back? Uh, what we had before? Yeah, I've, you know, a part of 2020 got me really blackpilled. I'm losing a lot of hope for humanity. I can, I can hear, just, I can hear. Oh yeah. man, just, just watching, watching just the way people act through a screen. That's the problem. Yeah. Though. It's all through the screen. I got to keep well, it. I try yeah. to fight the black pill. I try to fight it, but it's just, I lose hope. It's a daily basis of reoccurring emotions of God, everybody sucks. <laughs> that That's the caveat too, is I've been in a lot of what felt like impactful, deep, quick online relationships this past year, you yeah. know, like, uh, and some of them have come and gone, you know, but they've, they've kind of hurt in the same cortex I know what you mean. as you would, you know, an interpersonal one. I have to remember like the, just the mystery, the like illicit mystery, the anonymity almost of a lot of the people that we surround ourselves with online. And it's hard to, when, you know, I've got, I've got mental stuff that makes it hard for me not to be direct. Right. You know, I was joking with a friend the other day about, you know, uh, I, I'm like a, I'm a cinephile. So I, I nerd out and watch a lot of like, film essays and everything on youtube and i caught myself commenting on some you know as pragmatic and i was like i don't know if i want those things to mix Ooh, maybe i can go under another name and see if that's freeing and it wasn't i couldn't help but be me you know <laughs> like i couldn't i couldn't help but even though i had a bad joke which i always do so my filter is kind of bad on that but you know, even if I had a joke that I wouldn't normally say, but it, you know, it was like, oh, I could get away with it. And it's like, no, I can't. Like, it lingers still. I don't know how people do that. I don't know how people aren't themselves, yeah. you know, online. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's, it's very strange to me. Oh, but yeah. that's why I just, man. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. And it's on, as far as online relationships go, like, the, the crew that is a part of cruising with steak. We do, you know, every, every week we go live and there's like eight of us. James Cruz is my rock. I mean, he's just, it's, he's been there every fucking, every, every step of the way since the show started. Then we got, we got Jerry. Jerry's been these for two years straight. Every Tuesday, these people are ride or die. They show up. Jerry Mm -hmm. Cthulhu. You got uh, Felix Ortega. You got, he just makes all our jingles and songs. You got Bill. I, I met him. He lived by me. I met this dude. South Bend. Never knew him. Met him online in the Grimerica chats. Is that uh, B-Strut? Yeah, B-Strut. Met up in real life. Awesome dude. Met his brother. Oh, very cool. It's just, just great times. Just fucking Nikki the dude, Flavor Town. All these great people every single week show up. Suzanne. Yeah. Zach Hawkins. 
I just got to name them all. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to. I have to. But, but, but it's like it's they, they. We come. We just hang out. It's like a. It's a. It's a strange thing. It's a strange thing that I never saw it becoming, but it has. I'm and, glad to. You guys have always. I think you set a precedent too in cruising with steak. There's, like, nothing's off the table. Everyone no, is no, pretty real. Can say anything yeah. they want. Like it's. Yeah. It's just, and that's the thing. Like nobody is also so like hard on something that they're going to get butt hurt. Like everybody just knows that it's all bullshit. Like we just joke around about it. It's hard to like, you, you could get serious about it because there is serious shit that happens, but I don't know, man. It's so much fun to just make fun of everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know how you feel. Um, it's like, you know, in these parasocial relationships, you seed them, right? Because you want, there's like a part of just the animalistic nature of thinking that, oh, this will be, you know, I'll, you know, another cachet of you folks know, or souls that I can, you know, call friends in the, in the real world or whatever, IRL. And it's funny how many of them plateau into just being just the parasocial type. Yeah. Of you know, not really. It, I don't understand the psychological mechanisms that help me discern, you know, which ones kind of stay, which ones go. How, you know, my dynamics with somebody feels more comfortable than others when it's all kind of linguistically tied and reading text, <laughs> you know, and how much is disappeared. I think as far as the ability for satire in a lot of one-on-one conversations or the, you know, the connotation of certain words and yeah. it's learning a new language, like entirely. Yeah. We cruising mistake uses nineties lingo. I won't use the words that we use on your show. <laughs> 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 Cancel. But, I, mean, I appreciate that. Yeah. Just, we, I don't know. It's very relaxed. Just like be yourself and have a conversation and don't worry about getting canceled or somebody getting mad. Like just say what's on your mind. Like that's, that's yeah. how it is. That's why I wish more people would be like that, but apparently you can't because feelings get hurt, and I'm sorry. I hurt probably hurt a lot of feelings with my words out there. I apologize. I, it, but yeah, it's like that's what I'm talking about. It's just like you know, baby with a handgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Baby with a handgun. Baby with baby with a smartphone. Pretty much. You know, that, that's what I get. I get into trouble with a lot. Just being unable to kind of really discern. get in trouble, Keats, or do you just put yourself in trouble in your own hmm. mind? Say, oh, good why point. did I do that? Yeah, oh, man, somebody's gonna see this and think this. What's is the out. difference? Jeez, <laughs> what's the difference? What is the difference? <laughs> that is true. I don't know the difference. Um, but hey, like, there's a bunch of people in the live chat. Uh, Yogi, Jonicide, Michelle Embry, Una, Philip Blair, V, oh. uh, Colt Priestess. See, tons of tons of folks. Thanks for showing up. Um. You know, there's a lot of things I burned through. I wanted to talk to you about. We didn't really talk too much about health um, last, you know, 2020 chat, but we did converse a little bit about our histories. And one of the things I love about talking with you and how much that chat made me laugh is how earnest and personal <laughs> we can get. And I think that's, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day about. You know, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't talk about, you know, addiction struggles or or mental health issues. Like, I, I just I wouldn't, wouldn't do that. Be, Why do you do where that? I am unless I conquered right. my addictions. It's kind of yeah. like, oh. it's it's such a part, you know, of my story. And it's it feels disingenuous not to include exactly. that. It feels if I feel like a 
you know those gurus that like hide shit from their past and you're like what the dude was uh you know a kmart greeter <laughs> for 20 years before he found raw <laughs> <laughs> why didn't he say that that makes it better it yeah they they omit it uh, let's see. Oswald Spangler says, tell Grimm if he wants to stay COVID free, he better quit the vapes and take up tobacco. <laughs> I already heard quit it tobacco here. to take up the vapes. I'm not going back. <laughs> Did you quit tobacco this past year? Oh, no, I quit like four years ago. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's one constant smoking. <clears throat> yeah, like that's that's the next one on the list. But, you know, one at a time, one at a time. Yeah, it's the, the, <laughs> the cigs had to go. Yeah. Much. Have you cut out like have you changed is there any like new health routines have you found you know getting through this i mean this this honeymoon almost that you've been on you know are there are there rhymes and rituals of you know what helps what hurts with being in close quarters with someone every day forever and every ever? day for <laughs> <laughs> that's what it felt like on my end in a good way but you know it's like wow this is it this is it forever now Oh you man, know. you should never have that feeling. Keith. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're free. Mind. I, mean, I mean, like, no, it's good. I'm like, I'm okay with this. If, you great. know, getting getting stuck in close quarters uh, in a person. I mean, I, I mean, I I love being in close quarters with her. Like, we uh, we have we get we get along great. And uh, I don't know, can we cook some great meals together? There's great, yeah. Meals, yeah. Or actually, she does just really great cooking. So I mean, there's a lot of that. Have you know. been able to like you know stay? active in any way like is there i know you're in philadelphia oh, there's, so it's not really like a nature on. yeah for, oh no there's uh there's a park right behind us but we okay, don't really cool. walk on it much but it's there in case we do but no it's been uh you know i'm not gonna lie and say i've been super active because that's right not yeah <laughs> I mean, i'd be surprised if anyone really was it's um, it's, it's a little difficult but, i mean there's yeah. things that i could be doing that i've been uh i've been lazy on like just, you know, just regular little workouts that I was really into the routine of doing like push-ups, sit-ups every morning, just getting into it. And then I've totally just slacked off that. So I would, I would like to get back into that. And this is something I say like at least once a week, God, I need to start doing that again. And then I don't. So it's, I, I need to actually start doing that. So there's that. that we'll put that on there. Yeah. Start getting in, start, you know, taking care of my oh, health. Oh, for 2021. Yeah, yeah. dude. I'm going to be 36. I'm like, a, I'm a crumbling old man. Yeah. I, need to keep, I need to keep this fucking temple how it is right now. You know, you know I mean, that's what hey. I've learned is just kind of the static and stationary sedentary almost, you know, mm-hmm. of, of the quarantine culture, as we'll call it. I mean, it's not so sedentary because I have been working. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty active. Oh, that's, yeah, you're like, leaving. I'm on, I'm on yeah. my feet for eight hours a day. Like, totally. So, yeah, that was that. me projecting, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> because yeah i mean i don't i'm getting out of the house yeah i work i work from home i mean we we went from being you know we were in the middle of the pandemic and we taught wilderness survival all summer and we actually made it to the last week and a kid got covid and we had to we had to shut her down yeah but uh we were out in the trenches i mean the whole summer it's like out out and about it wasn't um you know, granted, we were we were kind of we were taking all the precautions. I mean, you couldn't be more regulated than we were. Uh, you know, well, there were also checks. There were, and, there were also a lot of people in the trenches all summer, but we're, they were in different kinds of trenches. Right. That's I mean, like <laughs> literal trenches. Like we take yeah. them out to nature, and yeah, they would be, yeah. you know, dirty and 
scuffed up and learning how to throw knives and shoot arrows and stuff. So, how to throw knives? Yeah. God damn, I wish I had a nature <laughs> class like that when I was a kid. It's so sick. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gangster, honestly. Um, throw hatchets, you know, shoot arrows. Yeah. Um, but we, it was funny because we felt like we were in this, in this bubble because we saw the same kids, you know, for weeks at a time. We shipped them outside of the city. And to me, that's what saved a lot of my mental health during the summer was the ability to kind of be out amongst the atoms of fresh air and, you know, remove myself from the grit and the grime of right. this New York noir, you know, Denver or whatever. Because <laughs> it's, it's there was there's some funny stories about uh, running uh, help running that bar, that venue. Um over the summer just amidst all of this and you know having to do private shows and stuff and just seeing kind of that underbelly a little bit of yeah. denver nightlife during the time of covid and i was it was suspect you know suspect what people are having to do to kind of make ends meet yeah. well do you know how many um, these restaurants are going on as we speak like it's, yeah exactly like, yeah uh, locked doors come in you know yeah definitely yeah we uh you know, I think that's been a part of mine. Have you, what I wanted to say, if like, I know you didn't listen to the Hope episode. I didn't listen. But from what I'm gleaning. The general rule I have is don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm gleaning is that there hasn't been, as much as there's been seismic shifts in your like somatic reality, you've stayed pretty constant, like mentally, maybe even spiritually, like through, you know, 2020. Because I'm a right? been guy. anchored. We've, yeah. We know this. I'm not. I'm not of this plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you're uh, immovable in the right ways. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thank you. You know, I'm going to take that as a compliment and to say thank you. You should. Yes. Immovable in the right ways. You you find pillars that hold things up and you keep them structured. Hell yeah. You know. So I think that's the that's the goal for anyone. Uh, really, I mean, I'm still breaking down pillars and reconstructing from scratch and find the right pillar. You got to find yeah. the right material. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about 2021. 2021. So now that we've painted a picture of the nightmare um, and the bliss uh, of 2020, mainly I would say the nightmare uh, all around us. I think we've both done well in our stations to keep sane you know, keep, uh, I've definitely had my breaks here and there. There was a time when, you know, my magical practice was like on hiatus and there was like a, a huge disconnection of the self and just the outside trying to find my boat legs about, you know, all of the changes happening in my life. And, you know, I've, it's funny. It's like kismet because when we were, I was listening to the 2020, episode we had talked i had talked about that like i'm finding a cyclical kind of nature within when things are very potent and when things are just in a literal dry spell mm -hmm. you know just shooting dry spells i mean it's, it's, um, <laughs> there's been there's been a lot of dry spells <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but have you like has there been any kind of movement you know psychically about like I know we had talked last time you had read the chaos protocols and like you were dabbling a little bit here and oh, there yeah. with no, I, chaos I, I magic. Have not done, uh, I did that one sigil 
at the end of 2019 and I haven't done anything since I've pretty much just like, uh, I don't know. Things are just really good and I have no need for magic. And I feel like that's what, that's what you should use magic for is when you absolutely like, are just like, fuck this. I need to, I need something to happen. Like it just, it feels like it's. You want to use it out of desperation. Yeah, exactly. If I just feel like if you use it to, for anything, it just isn't. I'm also an idiot when it comes to magical speaking. This is just my personal opinion. It just isn't going to be as potent or like as. I mean, I don't think anyone's looking to us for you know barometers or anything. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you know, like I don't know. For me, it's different. It's in I have to maintain some sort of even like a casual semblance when it's, when I'm not really working with it, like it's, I'll still have spiritual habits. You've got pragmatic. You have, you right. have the persona. You have to keep up two keys. Oh, right. <laughs> drop magic persona. <laughs> I wish persona non grata. Uh, come um, on. No, but you know, like, no, I mean, it's, it's something that I'm, I'm constantly thinking about. I'm constantly fevered about it's whether or not uh, my cynicism can kind of, overlap something or you know wax over you know the practice i'll still have to keep the practice it's the same with music i think of it like you know nick cave has this thing you do yeah exactly even if you know even if you're you you still got to like pump it you know (laughs) nick cave has this thing where he he goes to work uh he treats you know writing and music and all this he goes to an office from 9 to 5 and sits there and hangs around never doesn't leave stays there for like a full 8 hours uh just in the hopes that he catches something yeah you know like i just picture him you know throwing a ball against the wall yeah. and like well, just going paper. through the ritual of going to yeah. work <laughs> just just yeah. being around it being oh. ready for it uh-huh you know and i think that's that's a big thing with desperation too it's like yeah you want to have those tools ready to weaponize when shit hits the fan and it does often it does yeah. and it just hits the fan <laughs> when you least expect it that's that's what's beautiful about it it's a pure yeah. chaos we live in just anything can happen at any time life can be great fuck a week from now i could just be like oh keats everything's fucked up i got covid i'm getting hooked up to a ventilator <laughs> that's what i get you know it's yeah. crazy yeah there's definitely been some semblance of fe- like uh i don't want to say fatality but you have to you say know, the uh, Mortal Kombat voice if you do yeah, have to fatality. say that. Yeah, that's the only way you can say that word. But, the, you know, there's been some consequential meditations about, you know, my own longevity as a human being. And I think that's one of the merits of, you know, the quarantined mind is having these escapades and very big consequential thinking about your place or your station or you know, what things will kind of turn into or roll off into. And that was a big thing for me is like being very present in my body towards the end of 2021 and realizing shit's, you know, got to change. I'm ready to focus in that realm because I can hear it more. You know, I can hear like the circadian rhythm and maybe my right. heartbeat or. I think you know, uh, that, that's good though. Cause I mean, it, there's a point where. You know, I realized like we're, I, I mean, it was God when I was young. Like every everybody dies, we all die. So there's just a there's a lack of a fear of death. Like I know probably when I'm on death's door, I'm gonna be scared or whatever, or just like oh fuck, I don't want to leave. This fucking sucks. But my mental attitude most of the time is I do not, I don't fear death. Like it's 
because it's it's inevitable to happen. So it's foolish to fear that. Like it's I don't I don't know. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. I don't even know why I brought up death, but I spun to that. I mean, I think it's very prevalent now. I mean, <laughs> the, the big scare within 2020 was this kind of fatalism. Yeah, you know. But it's like I'd rather we're here to live life. Like I don't yeah. want to live it locked down. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to live it in fear of. I well of something that there's it seems projected fear like i don't know it just <laughs> it's crazy yeah i mean uh, yeah just the, the 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 division too and a lot of uh, how it it's personally affected all of us you know it's funny just all of the variables the like freaking layers upon layers of you know i don't know consequence about you know where you are and how much it affects you and you know there's so like psychical emotional spiritual physical you know what i mean like it's almost like reading um baseball stats or something I, i'm not a sports ball fan but you know what i mean like where's james cruz or uh it's a d it's a D and D. you know oh, character sheet okay yeah character sheet we'll over there <laughs> there you go i, I said that because i've got some six-sided die here perfect um for eric j millar's new oracle bottomless bag everyone Check it out on Amazon. Little plug, um, but yeah, let's let's talk about 2021 because you know I didn't my my intention wasn't to come with a list and to be quite honest, this has been this is my first like truly how do I put it I guess sober stream. I got into a lot of the habit of the social communion with in youtube and live streaming and oh yeah popping up on cruising with steak all trash tuesday nights yeah, exactly. hanging out having a great time dude <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. help i mean they were fun times keats <laughs> yeah i mean and that's great you know I'm, I'm talking more about just my own kind of hardwiring nature as to how i'm eliciting being an orator or, or speaking of big ideas it sounded like dave rubin there somebody shoot me um you know, speaking speaking of heavy-handed things, and there was a casualness that alcohol afforded me. Mm-hmm. And so, when you lean on something as as small as something like that, where you know, it used to be a couple of drinks before I play music. You know what I mean? Or a couple of drinks Just loosen to, up. to be social. You know yeah. that that's been like the hardest thing. And it's those little insidious hard wires that you know I'm trying to take into 2021 is get a good foundation you know uh less variables <laughs> like less putting things together like simple math i think right. i could say in the future simple math mm-hmm. simple yeah nice you don't want to make things so complex it's just it just gets is that easy is that your uh i know you do shonen dump uh oh yeah shonendump.com i haven't even plugged that yet yeah you should <laughs> Yeah, so on top of cruising with steak, there is also a side show called Shonen Dump where we review anime. And uh, usually every two to three weeks have a a series we review. And uh, recently with uh, Attack on Titan Season 4, the final season coming out, we've been doing weekly reviews on the episodes. So check that out. Anime is great. Everybody should be watching anime. It's just, come on. As I say, with this fucking just epic neckbeard basement behind me, <laughs> I was gonna say, is that, is that a photo great. from something I'm else? I'm holding a docky. <laughs> be fucking awesome. <laughs> Oswald <laughs> says, Oswald says, I love Grimm, but anime is super lame. <laughs> That's all right. Oswald just isn't a, a man of culture. 
But is, you know, discourse is the best course. You know, we just exactly. we should talk about it. <laughs> um, 2021. Yeah. Setting goals to be out well, uh, of Philly. To okay, me and cool. Eboshi, uh, getting out of the city and somewhere where we could have some sort of sustainable land. These are goals. So same. Yeah. So this is uh this is something that's in the bruise. But I mean that's 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 the intention that's getting set for sure. Cause that seems more uh more practical than anything else in these crazy ass times. Like just find a way that you can live in peace. <laughs> yeah. Just get out of the chaos. Yeah, you know, I've definitely had my my fill of city life. Mm-hmm. Um even I mean, growing I'm not- up. I've never, I've never lived in a city before and it's been, it's been awesome, even though it's been a lockdown city, just, just being and having the energy of it, but cause it is, it's a totally different energy, like from going, living in, like I'd have a 45 minute drive of just cornfields to my old job. And now it's just like 30 minutes of fucking just insanity. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I mean, I grew, I grew up with big skies, you know, in the yeah, desert, but, <laughs> right. like, like it's it's just weird to have something continuously pierce that mm-hmm. like that that purview mm-hmm. it, it, there's a that is true uh, I, it's, yeah i don't uh, i don't really see much skyline anymore just when yeah. i uh, when i get over into jersey where i work i mean it's jersey is strange like at least where i'm at it's like kind of central jersey it reminds me a lot of back northwest indiana like it's just it's the same the same shit <laughs> it's exactly very working class yeah yeah and it's i don't know it's, a, it's it's pretty good out here. Everybody I work with is really cool. It's pretty fucking, it's a really, I don't know, man. I just stumbled into a very fucking awesome thing. And honestly, people, everybody should get a job at Costco. Like if you need benefits, <laughs> get a job at Costco. Apply as many times as you can because even their part-timers, the benefits are fucking insane. Like there's, they're insanely good. So I'm just throwing that out there too. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's been a lot of, uh, reassessment of my own career paths and whatnot and you know the amount of work struggle put in versus reward you know the freelancing game is definitely not for everyone and it is you know tuckered me out quite a number of times but, uh, but uh yeah something consistent for the love of god beautiful you know? like yeah. i couldn't <laughs> imagine i couldn't imagine not having a consistent paycheck that that just gives me anxiety like yeah I, no yeah it's funny too because like it feels like 2021 was like a i mean 2020 I hate to keep regressing to it but you know when we're thinking forward there was a lot of mishandling of internalized stress mm. and you know having the financial a lot of things out of your control but you know some things just more more effort more elbow grease to kind of get figured out and just like living in that static space of constantly whinging about work or you know opportunities or abilities mm-hmm. being stuck in a new place that we haven't been able to really explore either and not really understanding what you know the the wavelengths that we can offer so you guys people in the community like but you guys have been like actually locked in because you because neither of you go off to work so you've been like exactly boom yeah. like 24 yeah. 7 yeah yeah, and that's been, it's it's been a tundra, you know. It's, it's like it comes in waves, ebbs and flows of two creative people living in a very in very tight confines mm-hmm. that you I know can, I can need energy. 
just my brain yeah. flowed walking into a house like that. Just, not, you know, not to mention, not to mention, like uh, having a, a spiritual praxis in a way, like needing room, you know, for all of the above, whether it's like dicking around with, you know, music or magic or whatever, like needing kind of the space to do that. And it's weird. We've kind of found ourselves able to like psychically kind of shut off when the other person's doing something mm-hmm. it's this weird unspoken thing where it's like minute i pick up a guitar you know she'll go to the other room and it's like there's not there doesn't need to be a lot of communication of it you know like right. yesterday i was working on the couch and she was playing piano and uh you know that's just it's we've just found this perfect middle road for when you find your right person you find a flow state like that yeah but not to mention you know but i still want to get bumps there's bumps and and, you know ramps along the way but you know you find it's smooth it's very smooth there's also you know time that i would love to just you know rant and rave while naked uh alone in a dark place oh yeah (laughs) as as you want to do yeah Yeah. this one does um so yeah, uh, that's I absolutely am in tune with what you talked about of you know kind of getting I don't want to say off the grid, but definitely more in an open kind of environment. Yeah, some land. Some, yeah, some fucking good food. Like none of this bullshit that you get at grocery stores. Like you could get like that's about one thing that we were looking into a lot. Just like different ways to get food <laughs> you know just yeah just better just better shit i can't say words right about food because i don't really know <laughs> she does all the food stuff but it makes sense when my brain when she's talking about it <laughs> i love that yeah, yeah she's hitting the psychic tendrils a bit yeah. i got you i got yeah. you <laughs> this is what happens when uh you stay sober keats and i got a drink for the both of us <laughs> I, right yeah yeah it's weird i was doing a um i don't want to put a lot of pomposity to it because you know lord knows what happens with these things my my plan is to be indefinite about it i'm actually going to do a uh live stream tomorrow morning with sarah the mage and Derek hunter discussing magic and addiction and stuff and we had talked in the past about doing like an addiction episode Uh uh-huh we should we should continue that conversation but you know it's uh that's been a huge confluence for me uh, in the past year and I feel within the past couple of months being able to maneuver a bit uh, mentally like being able to kind of push some things around and not heed the call for you know um, drug it abandon or you know what I mean I, I don't want to make it sound like there was you know hard drugs or anything but a kind of disassociation like yeah. I don't have that need right now and I hope that this that is I, indefinite I, I think it may be um, because yeah. that's, I'm feeling the same thing. Like I don't mm-hmm. have that need either. And uh, I haven't had it for years. It's probably been right. 2012 was it? Yeah. So it's maybe been eight years since I've kicked uh, all, like all my bad stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, st- I still get high and drink, but, and you know, the occasional acid Molly, you know, mushrooms, mm-hmm. but those are fine. I'm talking like horrible like opiates. Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I've, I've got no problems with, you know, to me, it's just an insidious nature of, of alcohol, just the ability to get it. And because of maybe the so social easy. consciousness of it being an okay 
thing, you know, that maybe I've rested on that a bit too much. Right. Well, weed's going that way too. I mean, weed's mm, pretty much, it's, it's just a matter of time before it's legal nationwide. I'm feeling that coming soon. You know, I got, uh, I'm, I'm getting back into smoking weed, but with, you know, intention and basically using it how I would mushrooms or, you know, any psychedelic. I got married for Christmas, a ganja yoga book for like something that we could do. And it's something like active we can do in quarantine. Right. And, you know, having some intention behind it because man, I am a weird on pot. (laughs) Like it is, (laughs) I've tried uh, being good at it for 20 years or whatever you know the problem is i've and, been too good at it for 20 yeah. years <laughs> way too good at it but this is like yeah that's part and parcel of what i'm thinking 2021 is really all about for me is just having kind of direct intention with a lot of even the mundane articles of the day like mm-hmm. i have this i drafted up this big uh magical kind of ritual disguised as a you know, day-to-day to-do list in a way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, the aroma, like getting yourself cleansed before the, you know, the ritual of the day is like taking a shower, brushing your teeth, you know, you you incorporate kind of like different like entities to kind of, you know, help invoke for a different project every day. Just trying to do something like almost literally pragmatically with, the confines of the mundane aspects of a day and how easily I can slip off of not needing to tend, you know, to a lot of things. Um, Because the big thing that's kicked me the most is consistency. And like, for the love of God, I even talked to you about that a year ago. I was like, man, I need to get consistent. (laughs) The only thing that's been consistent is being surprised by my own inconsistency. (laughs) I think that's like a, that's a huge thing. That's just helped me is the consistency of cruising with steak just every Tuesday night, like for almost three. No. Yeah. For over two years now, we've been live every Tuesday night. We haven't missed a Tuesday. So it's just like having that there is uh, it's been awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So you got to get consistent. It is. It's a, it's a good touchstone every week too. I'm finding that I'm a little bit too shoot from the hip, like follow the song, Mm -hmm. you know, with the aspects of a day or, I also, you know what I mean? I, I, I kind of set my own schedule for work and everything. So it's just kind of like, however I feel yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. with the multitude of different projects I do, you know, whether one bubbles up over the rest, I'll tend to that and just it'll just keep going. Thing. Just wake up and fucking get ready for your yeah. nine to five. Put a suit and then on, that, go to the office. That's a, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what kind of my divergent magic daily ritual is all about. Is kind of placing yourself in that mindset to tend to the tethers of the day, you know, and like get it organized. And I think it it, it has already shown I've had to experiment with it a lot because the shock to the system of trying to do all of it, like, okay, Monday, I'm just going to do the ritual, right? And then keep it going. It's too much. And like, I've learned to just be easier on myself about self-imposed deadlines and stresses about that stuff and learning that if I just seed a couple of the aspects for a while, you know, for the next for however many weeks, it will build up into kind of that class of daily routine. Yeah. So 
Start small, baby steps. Exactly. Yeah, baby steps. Yeah. What about Bob? <laughs> um, but yeah, like let's talk about cruising with steak because one of the funniest things I almost wanted to play it for you. Um, you were talking about like, nah, man, I don't want a Patreon. Like <laughs> you were very anti-Patreon. And Patreon's been something that I think is like really been awesome for you and cruising mistake yeah we uh we did we decided to do it uh, uh actually with lady of ocean talks we into it she was like just start up why don't you start it like i guarantee people will give you money and yeah. it turns out people give us money for uh just extra bullshit it's just it's yeah we started that up it's a little smaller most of the time it's me james flavortown and uh somebody else might join us and we'll just shoot the shit about whatever like i mean it's it's a little more more relaxed than the uh, the the regular show because there's so many people and it gets so excited and you know but yeah man it's been awesome we we get a lot we get very candid like we're candid on the main show but God yeah we just it's nothing but nothing but personal stories and candidness on the Patreon right <laughs> we get deep do you find like do you have is there something in the trajectory of cruising mistake that you're wanting to hit next as far as like another medium to nah. We have, no, uh, yeah. we have, oh, we did, uh, we got off Grimerica FM. Uh, we are, we have, right. our own, we have our own radio station now, uh, cwsradio.live. Uh, yeah, it just streams our shows all day and we go live on there. And yeah, I mean, it's, we never have to worry about getting canceled. I can play whatever I want on it. And people, people hang out in the Discord every week and tune in. It's pretty fucking awesome. That is awesome. Uh, do you guys have, uh, like you said, there's kind of some clandestine plans for. I'm I'm harking back. Sorry, scatterbrain. Uh, to you guys getting out of the city. Is there? Are you guys already in the process of looking at places? And oh what no, else? no. This is more just. It's it's just in the it's in the planning process, or it's it's just it's on the vision board. Get out yeah. of the city. Like just yeah. just move somewhere else. Find something. <laughs> vision board. Else. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll go. I'll go all secret on you. You want to? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Whatever works. <laughs> like. <laughs> Seriously, I've I've got no room to talk, you know, about funny little mo- modalities and techniques, you know, <laughs> to, to get yourself where you want to be. Um, because of but, the end, it's all just ourselves. Like it's all just us having the confidence and actually realizing that we have the power to manipulate reality around us. Like listen, whatever, on, whatever way you use it, or whatever kind of outside thing you're trying to channel into, it's still just yourself. Like, I don't know. Listen, on the best day, it's like true communion with the other, like anything outside of you. On the worst day, it's uh, it's personal psychology, <laughs> you know, and it works either way. It That's just it really does. It's, yeah. it's whatever, whatever works. Yeah. So you guys have. Uh, OK, let's talk about this. So in 2020, you got John McAfee on your. Oh, God, we did have John McAfee on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now he's what was that process? That was literally um him putting out a tweet saying, if you want me to come on your podcast, email my wife. And uh we emailed his wife and he came on the podcast. <laughs> it's literally all that was. He seemed he seemed pretty casual. Like he, on the oh, yeah, because yeah, he was uh he was insanely fucked up. Just like just yeah, he was he was out of his mind. But I want to know what's going on with him. There was a lot of shit saying that he was in prison. I don't know. It could all be disinfo and fake because John McAfee is also known for putting out a bunch of fake news about himself. 
Oh, really? But uh, he, yeah, he got like arrested in Spain or something. And his wife was like pleading and stuff on Twitter for a while. And then it's fallen, fallen silent. So I don't oh, know weird. if he died in jail or yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. It's kind of think that's look into that. <laughs> do you think that's probing for sympathy? Like, I'm not sure what it is. Communal sympathy or something? It's, it could be. But it's a strange I mean, psychology to put bad stories of yourself out there. I think maybe just to yeah, keep your well, name he in puts, the mouth. Uh, he, he's been on the run for a very long time from uh, like, I, I know that, that multiple governments are after him for just tax or I know us for sure for tax evasion. But, right. So he kind of just puts stories out there. So people may lose the trail of him or like, Hey, I'm here. Like he's always faking shit. So I don't he, know. I mean, he faked a heart attack, right. To get out yeah, of, to get out of, get out of going to fucking prison or something. Yeah, that was wild. Classic <laughs> to me. Like when you guys announced that, though, I felt that was a perfect marriage. Like for you guys, I was like, man, <laughs> Crim and James must be so stoked. <laughs> you just have the Bond villain, dude. It was it was weird <laughs> because it was one of my few sober podcasts. It was at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and I was like, I'm not gonna drink because I still have standards. I wait till like five or six o'clock to crack a beer. I'm not just gonna that's good. Drink day, <laughs> like, not an animal. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I mean. Yeah, so it's like I was, I was, I was, well, I shouldn't say sober, I was stoned, but that doesn't really count. So it, it was just a weird, weird, and I know what you're saying now about that, how you need the crutches of, to make things a little, a little more sociable, a couple beers beforehand, or, right. you know, loosen up a little bit. Like it's, I, I'm guilty of it every single week. Like I do not go on cruising with steak without a drink. It's just kind of just gets me going, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm I mean, yeah, and it's like to each their own, you know, I'm, I mean, I, I could go down the list about people that I've known that, you know, drugs are just a part of their oeuvre and like it helps them. I'm oh, yeah. even talking about bad ones. Oh, yeah. There's a oh, functioning addicts are 100 yeah. thing there. I was a functioning addict for six years. Like it's right. 100 percent holding down two jobs, just being fucked up out of my mind. Yeah. I mean, and to me, that's like that's the most insidious of it. Yeah. And you that's know. and that's the thing though. That's why I had to work two jobs is because I was buying so many drugs. Like I could have just yeah. worked one job, but <laughs> just working myself to death and being just high out of my mind. It was that was my that was my life for a while. It reminded me about you know being a bartender in the past and like needing to drink to do customer service to mm. get paid. You know to drink to do customer service to get paid to drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a vicious Uruburos. It's a snake eating its tail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, and I think my thing was just being too casual. It was just becoming too much a part of my nomenclature. Like how, oh, uh, you know, uh, had a couple drinks and then, you know, be on some stream, say something stupid, regret it, you know, be have a couple uh, drinks, okay, uh, yeah. be on some that stream, was... you know. See, or, that's my thing. I've never regretted anything I've said on air. <laughs> I, yeah, I think regret's a strong word. I already have you know there's 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 guilt just kind of built in that i i'm incessantly working around but it's it's not really regret it's just more like annoyance because i'm causing more issues to incur yeah. <laughs> you know? it's like damn it i know you you i'm going to tell you right now keats you're specifically hard on yourself though you <laughs> yeah. you come you've come after like a, a, you've been on an episode of cruise with steak and you're like oh man i'm sorry for fucking talking over everybody doing this and i'm just like dude what are you talking about everybody was yelling and drunk that entire show <laughs> and you're just singling yourself out when we're all yeah. just being asshats like it's it's, it's the only one i can uh, corner you know the only one i can apologize for, for <laughs> <pretty much. laughs> myself but 
yeah, they've been fun, you know, and those are very cathartic. I think that moving forward, like having that community and that that release of say a cruising with steak every Tuesday evening where you're just hanging with friends and mm-hmm. it's like you would, you know, uh, the music scene in Portland or whatever, where we meet up at, you know, the bar and see whoever's yeah. playing that night and just, you know, yeah. kind of drink and you know, shoot the shit on what happened in the news for the week. What, what we're thinking. Yeah. Felix comes in, plays a jam mid show. We have if people send us in hate mail. It's like, it's just, it's a, it's a fun hangout. It's very fun. And it's, it's like, it's hard to recommend it to people now because at this point it's two years of inside jokes and other shit that we're just, so it's like a new listener coming into that is going to say, what the fuck is this? Like, (laughs) what is this? Like they might gleam like one or two things like, Oh, this isn't bad, but overall it's going to be a shit show. I know that you've garnered just a little bit of naysayers and stuff. How how do you handle kind of the, the trolls and kind of, you know, the, I mean, if anybody who's ever naysayed has never said it to our face. So really we've, I mean, I guess that's true for anything on the internet. Exactly. So, I mean, we never have had anybody join our discord that is just talking shit. We've never had uh, anybody send in like a legitimate hate mail. Like the only thing one time, we got somebody who complained to Ryan Peverly. Right. You Patreon. mentioned that. Yeah. And that that's literally the only time somebody said some shit about us. But I mean, honestly, if you, if you listen to us in the mass, you realize that we're good, sold, loving people. We just yes. don't yeah. censor ourselves or think that words really should matter that much. <laughs> not like we're dropping end bombs or anything going fucking wild. No, of course but, not. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, no, it's just, they're, it's, it's just it's humorous. A, I mean, it's yeah. It's just sad. It's a sad state the world is in right now. And cruising with steak is, you know, a little, little slice of sanity. You know, it made me laugh out loud. Uh, kind of going over that first episode a year ago was there. I think there was a quote from you going, you know, cancel culture is on its way out. Like outrage <laughs> culture is on its way. Out. Oh, like, that's, that's gonna die down. And uh, I feel like it's you know it's gotten. Just yeah, I really thought it would. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Well, that though. was because something happened in the news that week that probably made me feel that way. And literally, like that's that's how it is. It's basically my opinions go on how I feel at that. Moment. Oh yeah. Like I could I I could say something last week that I have. I'm just like, what the fuck? I didn't. Why did I say that? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it's it's crazy. <laughs> I just you know it's so funny. It's almost a form of like nostalgia, Mancy. To you know, I I don't have yearly. Uh, traditions when it comes to you know the podcast or whatever i guess this is now one this is now yeah. one i can't wait for um, 2022 it's gonna be and it's awesome. just it's such a, a weird haunting look to you know be transported back hear your voice say something you know a year ago and how much things have changed internally and externally and how many modes have stayed the same and it's it's yeah i can only consider it nostalgia mancy because i was like you know i I was in a deep meditation about where i was when we recorded that episode Mm -hmm. and what was happening you know around me and this kind of confidence about what the coming year was going to look like and you know how funny how cavalier you know one can be when things are feeling good in a certain way you oh, know, yeah. or <laughs> nothing, but nothing but hope. I mean, yeah. it's great. I still have hope. 
I still have hope, but it's also mixed in with a lot of, oh, this isn't looking good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, what, what is, let's break it down. Um, Philip Blair says he changes thoughts on things a lot too. I do too. And that goes back to my idea of building these pillars, right? These structures uh, to hold up this kind of level of consciousness or of, of morality, I should say. And you kind of bust them down every now and again and build another one, just keeping that thing leveled. Um, and that was a huge thing last year for me. There was a lot of pillars busted down, a lot of like uh, internal growth. And I hope yeah. that that continues. Because you, you shouldn't be afraid to examine the way you feel about things. Like if if there's so much just like the reactionary to everything like there's such a strong right versus left and every, and you get it you get put in these camps and then it's like nope this is the way and you just it's crazy it's the tribalism to the max where there's no room to think of anything different or even listen to the counter narrative where you're just i don't know man there's just no what is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> There's no communication or anything. Yeah. Anymore. It's just, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. People are just, it's, <laughs> it's just a mess. Yeah. Dude, it's a complete mess. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I don't know where so I'm what, at. What do you, let's talk about this Thank externally you. then. You know, <laughs> I want to, I want to, I, I do want to, uh, you know, before we wrap up, talk about maybe some small whims and hopes and, and fancies for the oncoming year but maybe you have some hopes for a kind of the general you know collective consciousness oh, <laughs> like, man. like what do you what do you see as you know kind of a way out a way out is yeah. just uh i mean throw your cell phone away that's really the only thing you do but then you can't listen to any of our shows so <laughs> i mean don't do that just it's right now it's it there's just such a crazy tipping point where they're demonizing half of the country and it's just i feel like there's and when you're censoring and not even having conversation how they're doing right now like with the whole blackout on all this shit like tons of people are losing followers on twitter they're just banning endless accounts on there when you silence an entire like major or portion of the community like that it's it's not like they're gone like you're just going to enrage yeah. them even more all this shit that's happening right now is by design to try to feed this civil war or some shit that's happening. Hmm. I can't figure it out, but there's archons that are harvesting off all this luge so much. They're fucking loving it. It does seem to be, I mean, I like using the archon analogy because it does yeah. feel like that. It does it feel like perfectly like seated. Just, yeah. Just laughing at everybody fighting. Like it's, it's just loving it. I don't know, man. I, and like, it goes back ball. to pick a team, stay out of it. Just stay out of it. That's all I could say. Like, you know, when um, after New Year's, my phone broke. It was just like something stupid. I had it out of its case to connect to headphones better, and it fell and it broke. I was like, oh, damn it. You know, got to yeah. figure that out. A day goes by, you know, two days go by. Should I I'm like, figure this I'm going to go back to a flip phone, I think. Did you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm con deeply considering it. I still haven't oh. fixed my phone. I've been. And it's also helped, you know, mentally and physically with sobriety too. not yeah. being tethered, you know, to this screaming mechanism in your pocket day in, day out and not, you know, uh, the inability to just kind of 
be cavalier about what you put out in the world for whatever you're feeling at that specific time. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's one it, thing I never, I never, I never make tweets. I, I try not to interact on Twitter. I'll, I'll like, like and retweet stuff, but I rarely make a tweet because <laughs> like, it's just, I don't feel like Twitter's worth my energy. So yeah. I just, uh, or just putting anything out there. So like, that's my discord channel is my personal Twitter. Like I'll ship post in discord all day long, but yeah, Twitter's, uh, just kind of, I just observe. I do a lot of observing on there. Yeah, Yogi says start with killing notifications. Oh, I'm like years ahead of you on yeah. that one. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's, it's like not about it. it. It screams almost metaphorically. It's not that it's going off the hook all the time. It's that it's a constant crutch or a anytime there's a, a mode of, of silence or you know yeah, pull the phone uh, out start start doom scrolling that's it's just yeah. doom scrolling yeah uh -huh. that's a good way we should probably call it doom scrolling no, no, that's what that, coined, that, that term's been coined i've been I know. seeing it on twitter a lot <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna not gonna feed those uh aspects of twitter but um yeah it's it's almost just kind of you know short wiring the the abilities like the pathways you know i was talking to phil hein and it was like, you know, a lot of this is kind of just even in, you know, metaphysical uh, practice and stuff is constructing or conducting pathways to get places, not necessarily getting places through it, but the ability to kind of unsheath the forks and the yeah. road to get places. Mm -hmm. And when a road from your, you know, pocket to your face is so short, you kind of hotwire any other pathway around you and just go immediately, you know, to the candy, yeah. the brain candy, right to the, right to the brain candy. Give me that dopamine yeah. rush. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm not, I, I am finding the, like how much it warrants. So having something, you know, creative in the social media realm, like I, you know, I love taking photos and so the ability to not be able to take photos or video you know, is, is a sting, but it's also, you know, I have a DSLR camera, you know, and I yeah, need to be more process you know? and it's, it's almost intentional, right? It's yeah. like, instead of, it's like keeping those tools on you, but having the ability to have a battle station, like if I need to wake up and check my email, like I'll go to my computer. That's what, dude, do that's it. what I'm saying. Like before <laughs> smartphones, that was the thing. Like if you were going to log into your MySpace, you'd go to like your computer, you'd, go, you'd log on your buddy's computer. You wouldn't, you didn't have that instant access of video everywhere. I'm just going to stream live to the world or I'm going to send a picture instantly to everybody. Like that wasn't, it wasn't a thing. It's, it's right. crazy. The instant satisfaction and the, the ability for every single human being to be a reporter is just, it's, it's an overstimulate a stimulus that we can't handle. I don't think. I don't think humans are designed for this much fucking to have this much information, but with so little context. Yeah. It, it's insane. It's and like no psychic exhaust. No. You know, no. Or, yeah. yeah. You're just looking at shit. Like you see a, a small snippet of a context of some dude getting his head bashed or something by a cop yeah. or just, and you have no idea. And you're just like, fuck the police, like, or just anything in that. Like there's just, there's, I mean, well, fuck the police anyway. That's just a given, <laughs> but still. <laughs> Like that's just <laughs> fuck the police. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. A, fuck the police, and B, uh, <laughs> there's no context. Uh, yeah, there's I know. no context behind anything. There's no nuance. Nobody talks. Um, it's just it's instant reaction. Yeah, and I even, you know, I mean, even too, just as someone, 
you know, in the creative juncture, that is, you know, where a lot of all these mediums are kind of meeting now, where it's all social media and the internet and, you know, playing songs on Bandcamp and, you know what I mean, watching videos on YouTube. And it, it's like this direct faucet from, you know, hand to mouth of, you know, anything you create and having the ability to carve more time in between the release of that. You know what I mean? Like even just that small quiet from, you know, the bed to the computer with an idea is worth more to me than, oh, this is funny and delete the tweet later. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Why did I post that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, things had so much more intention back then. You'd, you'd, you'd get on the computer with, uh, you know, your 56K modem and spend like, 45 minutes downloading one song off Kazaa just and you'd just be savoring it. And now it's oh, like yeah. listen to infinite music right at a click. Like it's just insane. You know, there's this big thing too. There's it's like kind of a disconnect I have with my father too, who's really big into transhumanist stuff. You know, he's he's really about you know communing with artificial intelligence and all that. And I dig that, but I feel like there's the part of me that barks loudest these days is getting into more of a natural somatic. Yeah. You know, this, kind this of communication, funny. you know, with uh, nature these, and the things around me. These tech oligarchs need to be stopped. Things are getting out of control <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just want to throw knives and shoot arrows. It's you basically, <laughs> so you're on the right path. Throwing <laughs> knives and shooting arrows is the future. So, machine gun me some, uh, some maybe some small hopes, some some little goals and some ideas about you know this goals and time moving hopes. forward. I hate that. Uh, I know I. Right now, I'm the term goals. So we're in the process of uh, building this up, this this room into a nice little studio area. Lady Aboshi has her own mic. We're putting up little sound panels all around. So my goal is to maybe, at some point, have like an in studio guest in uh, in 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 Cruise Mistake. Like it's because it's getting a, uh, it's getting pretty serious around here, you know. Yeah, I think <laughs> so, it's been serious for a bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got to, so there's, uh, yeah, things are, uh, equipment's been upgraded. I've I've gone three years and I've used the same Yeti mic for three years on Cruising with Steak. Never updated anything, just ran everything through fucking a regular ass, like virtual st- soundboard. And now, uh, just the last month or so, got a new mic, new soundboards. Things are, uh, things are looking up. Things are, oh, yeah. Cruising with Steak. Even though we don't deserve this kind of sound production or anything, it's just a shit show every week. Oh, I think you do. I think more so because of how many you know people you have running concurrently. You and know? everybody, uh, what's also crazy is everybody's just through, throughout the time upgraded. Like everybody has good mics. Like it's it's crazy. We have nine people with like pretty decent studio mics all talking on Zoom. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the components, are you guys ever thinking about, you know, because I know there's a little background on the uh, Cruising with Steak <laughs> podcast, but it's Zoom video, but it's, you know, a radio kind of show. Yeah. yeah are we, you guys ever thinking about breaking it into video? No, no, no. It's going to be just on Cruising with Steak radio. Yeah. I don't, uh, the few times we have gone, gone on video, it's just uh, when, when like the stream's down or something and Jerry does it on his D-Live, but Nah, I have no no interest in video. We don't really have any video aspects. It's just hanging out yeah. talking. And I like good old fashioned broadcast. Yes, I like the freedom of podcasting. I just and I don't I don't uh, I don't like YouTube and D Live. Just seems like it's a plus. Like why would you, just like I don't know, just get lost in the ether over there. 
I mean, there's so many. We were, you know, to keep bringing it back to our episode last year, but we were talking a lot about how YouTube is over and is kind of ending. And then I spelunked into the YouTube sphere, like pretty much all 2020. Um, But it's still, it's still hurting. You know, you you called it, you, you were saying that, you know, this is basically just a platform for all the Jimmy talk show hosts now, you know, (laughs) like... Um, yeah, NBC, big broadcasting companies, like it is, yeah, it is definitely all, infiltrated. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, YouTube is, and it's getting insanely censored. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. Like I'm just very against censorship. Like anybody should be able to say whatever they want. Mm. Like, and it's it's up to the individual to listen to something and process the information on their own. Like you shouldn't have to fucking be a babysitter for every single goddamn adult in the country. Like that's the I whole agree. purpose of being a grown ass person. I think if there's a valid response that's negative, that should be warranted too. Yeah, I, I, you know what I mean. But like, I don't. Yeah, I don't think just like the the just the overarching nature of. No, I don't Happy. like how they're trying to make everybody just mommy and daddy fucking. I don't like that. Like, there's absolutely yeah. <laughs> slowly stripping away every single freedom. It's gonna happen. I don't like it. There's that black pill coming out. I know. There it goes. It's bleeding out of your eyeballs. Fucking bleeding out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I mean, it's so funny. You're like, and I warrant this, or I, I, I enjoy this from you. Is that disconnect between? You, there's a black pill nature when it comes to the online shit or with maybe what's happening outside of your own specific universe. But there's also very rose colored, you know, wonder when it comes to your personal life. And Oh yeah. I mean, I was happening around you, you get in the Grimstick bubble and it's fucking beautiful. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, everything on the outside is kind of shitty. Yeah. And I think that's, that's my hope is yeah. Starting at, starting at home, you know, keeping this exactly foundation. It. Yeah, because if you can't even keep your own shit together, how are you going to try to help anybody else or anything else? Like, work yeah. on yourself. Get yourself good. Just Absolutely. do it. That should be show title. Get yourself good. <laughs> <laughs> get good. Just get or as, good. as my grandfather used to say, you know, get right with God. I mean, hey, if that's that works, <laughs> go for it. Get God. I, had a, I put out a record once called "God Gonna Get Me Right, But the Devil Gonna Make Me Famous." <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, is when is shown and dump? Is that a live thing? That's pre-recorded. No, it's not live. It's just recorded. It's me, yeah. Flavor Town, James, and Lady Boshi, and we, uh, yeah. yeah, we just review anime. Shown and dump all over anime. Shonendump.com, which uh, yeah. it's, it's probably. It gets it definitely gets more downloads than Cruising with Steak does. So I'm gonna tell you this like uh all this magic conspiracy talk show stuff, <laughs> that's not where it's at. You no, no it is not to start talking shit about anime. If I if I wanted to make money, I definitely wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Oh, this is a passion. It's a passion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh it's school for me in a way, you know. Um, but it's also community, and uh, that's mm-hmm. been the biggest thing from it. Sorry. Uh I wanna turn to the comments before we wind down. Um there's been a lot of movement. Philip Blair, Oswald Spangler. Let's see. If anyone's got any questions for dear old Grimstake, please shoot them my way. Um, who do you have? What do you have any guests coming up for uh, Cruising with Steak? I know that's pretty rare. Yeah. It is rare. It's kind of just whenever we feel like talking to somebody, we'll reach out to them. But yeah, nothing really, nothing set up, nothing lined up. Just every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. 
There's cwsradio.live. Come to our Discord. That's usually the best. The Discord's great. Cwsradio.live. Cwsradio.live. Cool. Yeah, I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. But man, uh, yeah, this has been revealing as ever. It, like I said, it's kind of haunting how much things have changed and how much things have stayed the same. Uh, We were just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed little weirdos before a fucking pandemic hit us Uh uh, since our last, (laughs) you know. Um, But yeah, it seems I'm I'm optimistic. COVID deniers. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, there's there's something I think we can agree on is this uh, kind of optimistic pessimism Mm -hmm. Um, or I forget if it's vice versa, pessimistic optimism. I think it would be more inclined to what we feel whereas you know the only thing we've gotten uh to kind of fortify rectify you know push forward is our own sensibilities and what's happening directly around us and to maybe not allow the the shitty nature the dark tundra that is the internet and internet commentators kind of get on us yes a little bit Um, oh yogi has a question oh what do we got Question, how was the CWS format settled upon? That's a good question. Oh, it really wasn't. It just kind of happened. What it what evolved was we started as an interview show. And then Grimerica FM started up and me and James were like, oh, we could do a show weekly. We'll just, you know, go live and, uh, you know, if somebody, people want to join us. So like me, James and Jerry would hang out and then me, James and Felix and Jerry. And it started kind of with that. And then Suzanne was in and. Everybody just started joining. It was more like, hey, you want to hang out Tuesday night? You got something to say? Come on the show. And it's just kind of been that for the last two years. Just meeting up weekly, hanging out. It's been and a rodeo. Yeah, It has been a rodeo. And literally, I don't, we, take, we we take any. Uh, if if anybody wants to come on and ever say anything, like just come to our Discord. Hit us up on live night. I'll send you the Zoom link. You come on, talk your shit. Like, I love that, too. That's how we've always operated. Like, Keats, you you know, you got the Zoom room. You just show up. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, I used to I used to be so tepid. I was like, are you sure? Are you sure I can come on? You know? <laughs> yeah, dude, open door. It is. That's um, exactly it. Um, Yogi has another question. What is the thing at Costco that takes up most of your paycheck as an employee purchase? What is the thing at Costco that takes up most of your paycheck as an employee? I mean, I buy a lot of meat just because I work in the meat department and yeah. uh, K cups also. They, uh, dude, you get 72 K cups for fucking 30 bucks. What's a K cup? They're for the Keurig coffee makers. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, I buy a lot of that. Yeah. Costco's <laughs> fucking great, people. A lot of meat, dude. Just a lot and of also, meat. And also, Costco. Costco doesn't pay for advertising, so they actually make all the employees advertise for them whenever they do some kind of public event. So that's this. This was my uh, my mandated Costco plug. Nice, I love it. <laughs> I love how passionate you are about it. You know, and that's like Dude, that's, I'm I'm waiting yeah. for it because like literally, it's the communist utopia that everybody is dreaming of. <laughs> but but there's there's something about it. Like there has to be something something deep. I don't know. Hmm. There's got to be something deep in the deep and dark I can't are you guys it is it like are you guys automatic uh stockholders when you're an employee I'm not sure i know you could get shares pretty easily yeah but it's, it's interesting it's, it's a wild like just it's wild i love that and you know i love that you found a rhythm in something you know that's like kept you at least on your toes and out and about like during all of this and you know, that's like, it's so hard yeah, to find and rare people. people. If you can't find jobs, just apply at a fucking retail place. You'll get hired. Yeah. <laughs> I love I mean, that. And there's like, there. 
you know, and it's it's consistent. It's probably get paid super well, and you know, yeah, Costco's Costco's crazy. Yeah, Costco's crazy. It's the name of the episode. It is. It is, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it communist co? Yeah, co- communist Costco. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to uh, wind down here. Does the CWS crew shop on your membership? Oh, funny. Yeah, you hooking you hooking cruising with steak folks up with Costco memberships. Costco, yeah, I mean, sure. Just just tell them you know Grim Steak and just walk through the door. I, I know Grim Steak and run through the door. You'll get it <laughs> simply. They'll know exactly what you're talking about. You still have to pay for. Dude, yeah, that's, stuff, right? well, that's the whole scam. Let me get into a little Costco lore here. That's okay. their whole scam. They make their money off the memberships. That's why they're able to fucking charge shit like just dirt cheap on all their stuff in bulk. Because these people are paying like. 60 to 120 bucks a year just to shop there it's crazy yeah i mean that's that makes sense it's like uh, movie theaters you know making their money off concessions because oh, they're yeah. basically renting the films and say la vie yeah. my old church yeah, the movie theater <laughs> i is gonna be done, done, done. yeah when they file for bankruptcy it's done yeah i hope that you know this ushers a lot more mom and pop theaters to open up I, Dude, I could, I, me and lady boshi were talking about that like all these theaters are gonna be just abandoned like people just mm-hmm. need to fucking buy them up and then just have their own film source like just or just run their own shit like i mean awesome. in another life you know it's like the majestic yeah. i always love that movie because always wanted to have a movie theater used to work at them you know i was uh worked in like four separate video rental stores in my life it was like one of yeah. those dweebs. That is awesome. That <laughs> 90s dream, totally. Yeah, definitely a 90s dream. Um, but yeah, I hope that, you know, with all of this, like those big conglomos, you know, they can go to hell. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, you probably won't be able to see a, you know, Christopher Nolan IMAX movie, you know, at a lot of places, but meh. Yeah, but honestly, who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd rather, I, I'm I'm big, uh, you know, maybe that's, uh, you should look into about maybe, showing support and investing in you know uh mom and pop cinema because that's a that's a great idea also you know the mom and pop cinema theaters that i've had in the past that i've been associated with you know we've played shows at like the stand-up comedy at you know they're, they're so versatile one that uh there used to be one uh back in indiana where i lived and there was uh you could get beer there and shit like, yeah. it was fucking awesome they just run like old movies and just go in there hang out drink some beer watch the movies yeah, there's, you know, that I think that just means a lot to me, especially we were kind of spoiled in Portland. Oh, speaking of which, I guess we if we're talking about 2021, I may not be here this time next year. And I'm not talking oh, like man. existentially, like I mean, like literally <laughs> like we uh, all signs are pointing to another relocation. And I'm like really excited about it because it will be in the Pacific Northwest, but it will not be Portland. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So fingers crossed that all works out, but that's, yeah, thanks. I like, that's, I kind of need it. You know, I'm like, I think think also I remember um, on the last stream talking about setting an attention to make a trip to Japan which that's that intention is still on the table. Still it's got it. very difficult right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I'm sure uh, you could get a sponsored shown and dump, you know, oh, that'd be sick. So yeah, that intention is still out there. I really want to really want to go make a tour of Japan. Somewhere. My yeah. Weed, my inner weed you know, wants to just flourish. 
the I've got wanderlust bad. It's like it's yeah. vibrating high up in my chest, my chestal cavity. It's like fucking punching my heart, you know. <laughs> like I just yeah. want to go somewhere else, and it's rare for me to be stationary, and uh, you know. So I'm excited for yeah things to open up eventually in that regard for making it easier. But you know we went on we went on some uh, road trips and stuff during COVID and you know kept it safe. But uh, it's actually quite beautiful how how quiet it is and a lot of the areas that you know we were driving through just because of you know the quote unquote pandemic. So you know it's also just kind of a beautiful time to like really reconnect with you know the outside surroundings and stuff there's not a lot of tourism happening yeah um but yeah 2020 there was a lot of uh in progress projects that will be definitely coming out this year that were you know slated to be 2020 projects but are now 2021 projects so Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about that. The most creators, Keats. So you're not the only one. (laughs) I know, right? That's that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, the biggest thing I took away was just being easier on myself. Yeah, don't be so hard on yourself, Keats. Yeah, (laughs) especially with deadlines and like self-imposed things and you know, creative aspects. Yeah, I think everyone's got to be easier on themselves during this time. Everybody just needs to smoke more weed, chill out. Yeah. just yeah smoke more weed and chill out I that's couldn't really that's that's the only advice i could give I mean, it's been working for me i, don't I love know anything else yeah smoke more weed do more yoga chill yeah, out there you go and maybe do some weed yoga yeah do some weed yoga <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh lady aboshi thank you uh good to see you in the chat and congrats on everything you guys um you know i love that you guys had such a wonderful against all odds 2020 and you know moving forward i don't see any of that kind of dipping at all for for any of us so appreciate it oh yeah <laughs> all right grim uh we plugged everything right yeah shonen dump we have uh cruising with steak every tuesday i have links in the show notes uh grim always a pleasure always keeping bright-eyed and bushy-tailed yeah shonendump.com cruising with steak apm central <laughs> and don't don't doom scroll and don't uh, doom scroll you just, know just love yourself get your shit together no black pills no, please no black pills. just a little <laughs> bit maybe all right well thank you guys very much for joining in the chat i hope i called out everybody who was here Jonaside, yogi chander lady aboshi philip blair so on and so forth you guys uh are awesome thanks for hanging out with me and i'll be uh, before I leave, I guess I should, I should say I'll be on Sarath's uh, channel, Sarath the Mage, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. PST, uh, talking about magic and addiction, and magic maybe as a route to kind of solely addiction. And then on Monday night, I should be recording a show with Yogi Chander about Kododama. I don't know if you know anything about Kododama, Grim. Gonna have to Sounds like something you'd be into. Ah. Uh, but that'll be fun. And yeah, lots of stuff coming up. And yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, hope you guys are, you know, staying safe, staying warm, keeping well. And, you know, with that, on time. <laughs>